let it be. If you hear that phrase, as most of us do, as don't rock the boat, let things rest as they are, then I think we have the Beatles to thank for that. Psalm 119, however, teaches us a completely different way to hear that phrase and to say it in a way that challenges us and builds our faith. Welcome to First 15, where we listen to God's Word and we respond in a personal way. I'm Ron, and I'll be your guide on this journey. All of us are followers here, and we're listening to God's Word and letting it shape us as followers. We welcome our new listeners and invite you to follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite provider. In Season 3, we're praying through the Psalms, and right now we're in the middle of learning to pray the longest Psalm, Psalm 119. We're halfway through Psalm 119, and we're going to listen closely to the 10th and 11th stanzas of a total of 22 sections in uh, Psalm 119. There's 16 verses in today's reading, and they start with the Hebrew letters Yod and Kaf. We aren't going in-depth with the verses of Psalm 119 like we might in a Bible study. Instead, we're trying to listen and meditate on these words of God and then use them to pray back to Him as we let it continue to speak to us throughout the day. The intent of our podcast is to apply the truth of God's message beyond the first 15 minutes to the rest of our lives. We follow a four-step process. You can get details of that at wordofprayer.com. In our opening today, I mentioned the Beatles' song, Let It Be, from 1970. That's 50 years ago this year. I could have said it was the Paul McCartney song because he's the one who wrote the words. And it was the last album that the Beatles put out before Paul left and the band broke up. When asked about the meaning of the quasi-religious lyrics of the title song, Let It Be, Paul said, well, people will take them many different ways and hear in them what they want to, which to me is basically a dodge. He's saying it's really not an authoritative text. It's human poetry. The Psalms, however, are both. They are human poetry and they are God's authoritative word for us. We're going to listen to Psalm 119 verses 73 88 now. Listen. Your hands have made me and shaped me. Give me understanding and I will learn your commands. Let those who fear you be delighted when they see me, for I hope in your word. I know, Yahweh, that your judgments are right and you have humbled me in faithfulness. Let your faithful love be my comfort according to your promise to your servant. Let your mercies come to me and I will live, for your law is my delight. Let the proud be ashamed, for they agitate me without cause. I will meditate on your precepts. May those who fear you turn to me so that they may know your testimonies. Let my heart be sound in your statutes, so that I won't be ashamed. The first thing I'll say about the Yod stanza, which is verses 73 through 80, 
they, of course, they all begin, all the words in Hebrew begin with the Hebrew letter Yod. That's also the first letter in God's personal, holy covenant name, Yahweh. And so that is something sort of interesting. The name Yahweh is actually used in the third line of this stanza, verse 75. I'll talk more about that in just a second, but let me take you through the progression that I find here. The first verse, verse 73 says, Your hands have made me and shaped me, which reminds me, takes us back to Genesis 1, when God created the heavens and the earth, but he also shaped mankind, men and women, in his image, with his hands. It talks about him taking clay and shaping and making human beings out of the dust of the earth. So the first line, your hands have made me, evoke Genesis 1 and 2 about creation. He is our creator. He made us. The next line says, those who fear you, let those who fear you be delighted when they see me, for I hope in your word. Let those who fear you. This to me brings up the rest of Genesis. Genesis, especially chapters 12 through 50, which feature the, the patriarchs, the, the, the great people of faith, Abraham and Sarah, Isaac and Rebekah, Jacob and his wives, Leah and Rachel. And these were people who were described as those who walked with God, who feared God. Let those who fear God, who worship him, who reverence him, who hold his name as holy, let those people who fear you, let them be delighted when they see me, for I hope in your word, is what Psalm 119, verse 74 brings up. And then in the third stanza, I know, Yahweh, I know that your judgments are right, and you have humbled me in faithfulness. This is a little more challenging, but that first word, I know, comes from the Hebrew verb to know, which is yada. And maybe you've heard this before. It's kind of an expression, especially, I think, among the Jewish community. Uh, in American English, at least, it's passed into our everyday lexicon, where people say, you know, yada, 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 which is basically coming from, I think, probably the Yiddish or the Hebrew expression, which is yada, 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 you know, you know, you know. And so, yada, yadati, which is, I know Yahweh. And so there's a double yod in this third line, yadati Yahweh. I know Yahweh, that your judgments are right, and you have humbled me in faithfulness. And then for the rest of this stanza, the next five verses actually are taking off of this feature in the Hebrew language where you start verbs with the letter Yod as a way to say, let it be so. So verse 76, let your faithful love be my comfort. Let it be. Let your faithful love, but let it be my comfort according to your spoken word to your servant for they agitate me without cause verse 79 let it be that people turn to me may those who fear you turn to me so there's a lot of let it be in these few verses in psalm 119 verses 73 through 80 the last verse 80 is let it be let my heart be sound in your statutes now I'm not just making a big deal out of a small feature. 
God's name, Yahweh, is actually built on the core idea, I will be who I will be. That's the basis of God revealing himself in a covenant way to his people Israel. And remember, he did that in the midst of slavery and suffering when the people of Israel were in Egypt, undergoing one of their most difficult trials. And God revealed himself in the midst of that, saying, I will be who I will be. I will bring you out of this land. It will be so. Let it be. And so this expression, let it be, is not about chill, just relax, let things flow, let it go, brother. No, what it's actually saying is, let it be the way God has said so. Let things be as God has declared them to be, even when the present situation seems to contradict it, even when the present situation is difficult, and when they're suffering, and when we seem enslaved. God has declared freedom. Let it be. Let it be. So there's some real power in these verses. When you feel knocked off balance, God steadies you. God reassures you. It will not always be so that you feel this way, that you feel out of sorts, that you feel off balance. You're going to be put right. Pray with me, please. God, thank you for the gift of your word. Thank you for speaking to us and just giving us the confidence to say, let it be. You are the one who spoke this world into creation, into being. When you said, let there be light, let it be. And there was light. And you said it was good. And when you said, let there be life on this earth, let there be plants and animals and human beings. You said, let it be. And it was. It came into being. And God you spoke our lives into being. You created us. You said, let this child be. And here we are. And we thank you for that. You have not abandoned us. You have not turned your face aside in the midst of our troubles and difficulties. You are right here with us. And you are bringing us to a better place. You have told us it will be different than it is now. And so we pray confidently, let it be. Let it be so, Lord. This is our confidence in your faithful love that you will do it as you have promised. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So the last section that we usually do is how do we apply this to the rest of our lives? And I've been encouraging you to write out the verses, to write out a stanza, in fact, each day, eight verses at a time. And I continue to urge you to do that. Um, I've been doing it myself, and it just allows me to focus in on God's Word rather than focus on the troubles and the problems and my challenges and my own weaknesses. And so I want to ask you to do that. I also want you to be listening for what God is saying to you in the midst of this. What is God's promise, God's declaration in your life that he has said, it's not going to be like it is right now, forever. I have something better for you, my child. And I want you to listen for what that promise is. And then to pray it and say, God, let it be. Let it be as you've spoken. 
I think about Mary. Whenever she was first given the word by the angel Gabriel, you're going to conceive God's son and carry him. And Mary said, let it be as you've spoken to your servant. Let us have that same spirit of faith and trust in God, even when it's difficult, even when we're in the midst of challenges and the darkest days. Let us turn to God and say, God, I'm going to claim it in faith. Let it be as you've said. Let it be. Carry that with you for the rest of the day, for the rest of this week, for the rest of the time that we're dealing with this whole pandemic, this topsy-turvy times that we're living in. And God will walk with you. He's got you. Thanks for listening to First 15. I, of course, invite you to join me along. I've mentioned before on Twitter, my handle there, at Word of Prayer 15. Uh, we've got a Facebook group that's set up as well, and wordofprayer.com, our website. So many ways to connect. I invite you to give us comments and to reach out, connect with us. Let us hear how you're walking with God through this difficult time. And if you need prayer, if you want to have some companionship on this journey, I would welcome sharing some of these uh, experiences and times and, and struggles, frankly, with you and praying together. So do that. I would also encourage you to support our efforts here. We have a Patreon link in our show notes. We also have a book on Amazon, God Help Me Grow, Learning to Pray Through the Psalms that you can get a copy of. And most importantly, I would just want to encourage you with words. God is speaking to us, and he wants us to speak back to him, to respond. So take boldness, take courage, take faith, and do that in the midst of whatever you're going through today. Let it be. Amen. Amen.